Hey folks, this is Glenn Mann and welcome to an all new episode of Glenn is Talking, Man from New York. So, we gotta talk about how crazy things are, which it seems like I talk about that almost every episode, or at least every other episode. And I know I've talked about it before, but every time I'm on social media, every t- I just see video after video of people in public fighting. Uh, you see people... Uh, throwing hands and throwing fists in, from Walmart to Party City to IHOP. Uh, you see people berating retail clerks and other, you know, public-facing jobs. And what, I mean, I, I've joked about this, but I'm like, maybe one of the unknown symptoms of COVID-19 is that... It, Worms are eating people's brains because some of the behavior that we see and hear every day is just it's it's outright lunacy. Like you know, they they might want to when you go if people do actually decide to get the vaccine, maybe they should give them a a free prescription to to lithium or Zoloft or pick your anti. Uh, you know, anxiety or anti-depression medicine, whatever, something to get people on track. Cause, I this is just absurd. And every day you see it. Uh, people are people are just into this conflict. People are are looking for conflict. Why is that? Um, there could be a number of reasons. I think people have taken being combative as part of that their identity. You're not going to push me around. I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to do what I want to do. Uh, people, you know, have just, you know, are, are addicted to conflict. You know, we talk about a lot about addictions in this country, the opioid epidemic, and you can talk about everything from tobacco, alcohol, but conflict may be the number one addiction uh, in this country at this point. And it's it's scary, it, it's sad. You gotta be honest, you. It can be entertaining. You look at some of these videos. Some of these people are acting very foolish. It's, it's easy to laugh at them, especially when you know you cannot laugh at them. Some of these people, they they're so ridiculous and so out of order. And it's just I don't like I, said, I don't know what the answer is. Uh, but seriously, we, it seems like we're just in a a battle royal uh, every day in this country. So, big. I guess the big news yesterday was uh, R. Kelly, the R&B singer, songwriter, producer, convicted of racketeering in a federal court here in New York, in Brooklyn. And the most strike, I think anyone who's followed the R. Kelly case, from even if you heard about the allegations years ago, I think the first trial he had back in Chicago, or just just the rumors and things that were talked about. And I think most reasonable people did not ever think R. Kelly would be found not guilty. However, that doesn't stop any of his loyal fans. And it's kind of, look, I see so people out there supporting him and playing his music and free him. And look, everyone's inside of their opinion. But I think we've seen this over and over again with people who are big-time defendants who 
their fans are like, no matter what they're doing, no matter what they're accused of, they, they're innocent. Uh, there's no, they didn't do anything wrong. And, you know, we call it, it used to be just called fans, now we call them stands. And I think rightfully so, because it's, it feels borderline, almost psychotic, some of the devotion that people have uh, to these celebrities and, and other public figures. And you kind of wonder, like, what's going on with these people? And it makes me think of, I've heard this quote, and I've read it, come across it several times over the past maybe year or two. I don't know where it originated from, but it's talking about religion. And people often say that Americans are not not, not as religious as they used to be. And this saying basically says, that's not true. Americans are just as religious as they were before. It's just that they don't go to church. I mean, they've replaced that that old-time religion for new things, for, you know, celebrity worship, for uh, whatever you can think of, uh, being a vegan, uh, CrossFit, um, you know, NFL football, or whatever, you know, uh, interior decorating, uh, whatever, people have replaced religion. Now, this isn't to say that religion is the answer, because it's not, you know, I don't mean, and I, and I don't. I'm, about, I'm not talking about spirituality. I'm not talking about uh, your own sort of inner peace or connection to to the to God or the divine or the universe, however you particularly refer to it, if you believe that. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about the idea that well, part of the reasons why I think we find society in such a mess is that religious institutions have mostly failed, and. I think I think you could say a number of institutions have failed, but yes, religious institutions have mostly failed. If you're talking about, uh, make, you know, making people's lives better, bringing a sense of peace, bringing the good news to people, there's been a, I think a, a failure. And like I said, it isn't just religious institutions that I think uh, many of our societal institutions have have, have fallen under the weight of this can't keep up, right? They become too big. Uh, maybe they, the, the, the landscape is so broad it's impossible to, to reach the masses, even though we have all the technology and information to do so, but people are so sort of cut up, sort of sectioned, you know, sectioned off into different parts, different aspects. It's almost like music. I use music as an example. Often you hear people say, well, today's music is not as good as uh, any other era you could think of. People talk about people talk about 90s music. People talk about, you know, 90s grunge or, you know, late 90s hip-hop or punk in the 1970s, uh, 60s rock, uh, 1940s and 50s jazz, whatever. People always say this era was particularly better. It's not good music. And, it, and the thing is, it's not true. It feels like that. There's tons of great music out there. It's just more difficult to find it because there's so much of it. And because there's so many different platforms to get music and to hear music. It's not, you know, the curation and sort of being dictated by just a handful of companies where this is the radio, this is MTV, NVH1, BET... These you know, handful of entities which dictate 
what you hear. And there's so much stuff now that we have access to, but sometimes you don't know you have access to it because you don't have the you don't have the time, or maybe you even you don't even want to listen to everything. You want someone to tell you this is really good. Listen to this, and you say, "Wow, this is really good." And I think many of our institutions, particularly, I think sort of religious and even sort of institutions that are dealing with uh, social issues is that people feel disconnected for for many reasons. They feel like, oh, they're not talking to my particular case or I don't know what they're doing because you're, you're not keeping up 100%. You're not fully invested. There's so much going on around you. But yeah, people have, you know, sort of replaced church with another kind of worship and how do you how do we get to something more you know how do we get to something more even kill right something where this moves us all to sort of a a gathering spot in the center where society can be civil and can be work can work uh you look at things now you're like wait jesus how's things yeah yeah, yes jesus right how do how does things how do how does the future look? How do we deal with major issues? How do you deal with uh you know twenty first century infrastructure and climate change and racism and all these issues that we deal with? Do we have the ability to handle these issues? Yes. Do we have the the will, and do we have sort of this any idea of how to get together to form a consensus to deal with these issues? Or conflict too much of an investment for certain individuals and parties and and by parties I'm not talking about political parties per se I'm talking about this interests different interests business interests uh cultural interests people that conflict is so profitable and you know sort of Clout, right? Conflict leads to clout, really. That, you know, it's isn't the idea of like having sort of a center place where, okay, here we are, we have all these differences, we have all these things, but we can move past those things. Uh, there's, a, there's a saying, now, I've, I've also said this many years ago. If you really want to understand America, you should watch professional wrestling. And there's a, a quote from Professor Resnick from a very well-known uh, promoter and executive, Eric Bischoff, who said, controversy creates cash. And I would sort of paraphrase and say, conflict creates cash. So a lot of people pay off conflict, but I mentioned professional wrestling because professional wrestling is about baby faces and heels, good guys, bad guys, people trying to get over. And by getting over, I mean they're trying to get over with the audience. People who are villains are trying to, con- trying to draw heat. Meaning they're trying to get people to hate them. They're trying to get people to boo them. The baby faces are trying to get over as good guys. People can cheer them and buy their t-shirts. And I say when you understand professional wrestling, you kind of understand society and culture more. Even if you don't want to watch wrestling, even if you have no interest in it. But the dynamics of professional wrestling, if you have any understanding of that, you will kind of understand the state of politics and the state of culture. Because so many entities and particular individuals... All they're trying to do every day is trying to get over, meaning they're trying to draw that audience. Some people do it by controversy. They say polarizing things that they know 
are going to offend people. So, and they want that attention, then they can be like, no, why are people so sensitive? So that's sort of the game they play. They're trying to get heat. Then you got other people who, 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 who try to be the good guys. Now, some of them are good guys, but some of them are just playing that role on social media because they're telling people what they want to hear because they want to get that, they want to get those cheers or they want to get, you know, whatever. They're trying to sell a product or they're trying to, whatever entity they're representing. So everyone is engaged in sort of this almost pre-manufactured drama, which draws on real issues. The issues that are at the source of all these things are real. You talk about the economy, you talk about uh, feminism, racism, sexism, you talk about healthcare issues. All these issues that are at the source of all these things are real, but the way people, and many people often use these for their own sort of self-promotion to build their name, to build their brand, to make money. And look, hey, you want to make money? Fine. Everybody wants to make money. It's America. But I think it's important for people to realize and just take with a grain of salt. Healthy skepticism. Now, there's a difference between healthy skepticism and this foolishness, which apparently a lot of... uh, some NBA players are very hesitant to take the vaccine. Now, that's not... We know a lot of people are hesitant to take the vaccine. But you just hear these crazy... You hear these crazy stories. Like, it's one thing to say, look, I don't want to take the vaccine because I'm scared. I don't trust it. I don't... That's one thing. But when people make up stories like, oh, there's going to be, you know... The, the, I'm being tracked by the government through the vaccine. And I, I don't even know. Someone said something about the mark of the beast and having your information uploaded to a satanic computer like really come on now seriously does the does does the satan you know the, do you see him as a tech guy really i mean come on but seriously like people are just creating these stories and people who are cheering them on cuz they're like yeah you're you 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 believe what I want to believe. And you have people who are just contrarians just to be contrarian. Not contrarians because, hey, let's take a moment. Let's, let's not go with the push of the crowd. Let's take a moment, take a second, look at things objectively, make a rational decision. And you have people who are just contrarians just to be contrarian. Because they want to feel special. Because they want to feel smart. Because if everyone else is doing something, they have to do the opposite so they can be special. Because they're the only ones who know better. It's a, it's a form of narcissism which has taken over uh, not only celebrities, but your relatives and friends on Facebook who all of a sudden they know everything about medicine. They, they couldn't pass a biology test in elementary or junior high school to save their lives. All of a sudden now they're experts on medicine. So that's sort of the, as many, many of the issues that we are dealing with. How, does it, how do we work through it? I don't know. Maybe someone to come up with a drug. Who knows? Anyway, that's going to be... I'm going to wrap it up right now. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at the handle at Glenn Price Man. You know the deal. You can find the information and notes. Also, email me. Uh, podcast at manglenn.com. Find that information and notes. Also, if you'd like to buy this cup of host... If you'd like to buy this cup of hold, if you'd like to buy this hold a cup of coffee, see, I need coffee right now. I can barely speak. If you'd like to buy me a cup of coffee 
or a donut, or maybe two donuts, you can Venmo me with the handle at manglen, man with two ends, Glenn with two ends, or if you just want to pay me money to shut me up, because you just don't want to hear me anymore, uh, that's okay with me too. So take care of yourself.